at midfield wearing number eight, the first all-star ever from Laos, would you welcome Paddy Keenan. Arguably the most popular of tonight's winners, Paddy has led from the front for Laos since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney! What a goal by JP Rooney! And then it happened. Bean sends in from the sideline and Sean Cunningham finishes it to the net. Laug are in front. And here it is. Laug are All-Ireland champions for the third time. today's We Are Loud podcast, I'm going to be giving the lowdown and the down low on all the managerial goings on across the county and much, much more. What will you miss, Adrian? I'll miss the, I'll miss the crack, I'll miss the laugh, the large noise. I've made great friends through this. Oh yeah, I'm thinking there, and for the first time, going, going into towns, going into Ardy, to Drada, um, I started seeing kids wearing loud jerseys. And it was, it was unreal. It was that way, it was always just about being the best, best you can be for, for the county. Again, it doesn't mean enough for people in Ardy to prove that you're wrong. Outlined the, the plan for the year with, with Pat Morgan, Steve Reed, and all the They had said that you know, this, this is what we're going to do. We're going to try and find the positions. Just to have a backlash here, so I agreed. And I said, Yes, absolutely, I'll, I'll be doing that. And I walked, out the, I walked out the door and I wasn't driving at the time. My dad was in the car. Thank you, I'm going to train five times a week. This is, this is ludicrous. Um, this, is, this is just. This is ridiculous. Like it's, it's never going to work. And, you know, before you know it, then you get into that routine. You play, you play a side with a tune. Well, all right, yeah. No, I don't think you want to hear that. Yes, indeed, he did play a side with a tune. Um, that was the interview I had. The first interview I had with Adrian Reid, um, former captain of Loud. Now won't like me saying former. Um, but if you, that was a flavour of it. If you'd like to, you can go back, have a look, look it up. I'm sure it's still up there and dig it out and listen. It's well worth a listen. It's, uh, it was a good one to start off. And I can't thank everyone enough for all their feedback uh, from all corners of the globe. It's uh, been overwhelming, actually. I'm absolutely delight, delighted to, to do it. And 
and to provide a platform for, for Larry GA fans. So there's, there's plenty of passion out there. I, I'm not the only one I thought I was, but I'm not. Um, even from all, like you can see where, where you, people are listening from, and uh, like there's people in Southeast Asia, there's people in America, big man over in Liverpool as well is listening, and you know who he is. Um, but I'd like to thank Adrian as well for his time again, and thanks more, more, most importantly to all you, uh, all the loud fans who've listened to it. Um, just a couple of things touch on Adrian's interview. He, uh, typical, like, loud play Cork in the National League, away in Cork, and think lovely, Parker Keeves done up, 20 million new, brand new, spanking new stadium, and where did they play the game? Parky win, so unfortunately, um, we won't be in uh, flipping Parky Key, it'll be Parky win. Not to worry, it'll still be a great day out. Um, just touch on Adrian's interview as well. Um, he 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 good he he good insights to um twenty ten especially uh, when talking about his leg career, and like you can just see the impact that twenty ten had on himself and the county. And in my opinion, I don't think we've ever recovered um, as a county. Like, seven years on, and, like, I know we had an awful lot. We like, there's massive talk about the game beforehand, massive amount of loud people made the effort to go to it. Maybe they might have been into Gaelic football at the time, but they jumped on the bandwagon, and they jumped on it nonetheless. And it was great to see. And then for those people to get absolutely torn away and, like, soured from that moment... It just like it. I think it, the intangibles of a loss that that has on loud football since that day is just immeasurable. Really, like if we win that Leinster, just kids like <clears throat> the kids forever going around with red and white jerseys. They'll always remember the day in twenty ten, and now it's kind of loud GA fans don't want to talk about that day after what happened. Anyone who does what they knock Larry GA, they have a simple and easy day to knock us on. It's that day. Oh, remember we're Rob, we're Rob, typical GA. So it's just, I really feel like, what, so say you have an 18 year old now, he was 11 back then, you know, he he could go either way, really. He could have went, he could have went like full into Gaelic after that, fully enthused. And then he, now he just looks at oh, the likes of the rugby. And, going really well you have Rob Kearney your idol down the road from Cooley and his brother Dave another Cooley kickers man played in the minor final as well I think um, and Rob played in the senior final we all know about that but, and then, but then you have the likes of rugby and Drogheda is always booming and now you have the likes of rugby and RD as well so like even that that's a simple little example of the impacts the negative impact that day has had but uh, and surrounding Larry GA ever since um, but you have to move on and hopefully slowly but surely things are starting to turn in the county um, a bit like myself, a bit like my first podcast hopefully it'll get better as we go on um, if you'd like to get in touch as the usual it's uh, at We Are Loud on Twitter, the Facebook page now We Are Loud um, you get We Are Loud on SoundCloud that rhymes um, thanks for listening thanks for all the support thanks for getting in touch a lot of people giving me good ideas out there this week and today we'll be talking about um, all the managers around the county won't be an interview this week but hopefully I have a few lined up 
but keep the ideas coming in. Um, I think I think you'll enjoy this week's podcast. Something different. Going to give the lowdown and download, like I said, on all the managerial appointments. Holy moly! Managerial medical round of mayhem. Yeah, Holy moly! Managerial medical round of mayhem. Yeah, Managerial medical round of mayhem. Holy moly! Holy moly is right. Um, the reason I chose uh, the doc young fella um, from that famous YouTube video with his holy moly is because usually when you hear the reaction to who has taken over a neighbouring team or a team around the county you're like oh right holy moly right 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 that's very interesting and uh, just the off chance we know where that young fella is now let me know on at we are loud we some crack to get him on and see where he is he's probably playing for the Mahonies or something now or the Gale or the clans, who knows? Um, but I'm gonna do a managerial uh, merry-go-round roundup, and um, I suppose the in, the the importance of managers nowadays is just like it's incredible. Like it, it's grown and grown and grown. Like you can see now the pressure on on lads to take over teams. Usually now it's in pairs because the workload even is massive. Taking sessions, talking to lads. Uh, on pitch, doing one bit, one half, one half the other bit. Talk to the players like when you run up massive even phone bills. Yeah, you're, it's very tough on you. It's like it's nearly like a full time job as a club manager nowadays. Like and, and the pressure stems from, they're like they're the key to the community really. Everything rests on their shoulders, be it an insider or an outsider. The pressure's on them. To lift the whole community through, like they're not maybe not senior team, but they're, they're senior adult team. The adult team is like what what every community or small or large town, rural pitches their whole community life around. And if that's going well, then the manager's doing something right. And the, the emphasis then is on committees to choose the right manager to do the thing right. So, like. As you can see from this year as well, um, a lot of clubs have got their uh, got their act together, got got men and got their business side of things done relatively early, and got, got some of them have done good business, some of them bad business or whatever. I'm gonna give my my uh, my winners and losers at the end, but like then there's also the added nudge nudge wink wink, the few pound inadvertent comments uh, expenses that the the uh, the manager gets as well so that all weighs heavily and you can see why a majority of clubs in november december have got the business done early it's massive and it, it it gives the team best best possible chance of doing well next year or hitting the ground running next year you know <clears throat> so i'm gonna i'm gonna start with um a run through of the junior teams um it's the easiest way to do it. It's like a little ream of a whole load, but it come a little bit mumble and jumble. So I'll start off with the junior teams, and there's a couple of them now actively searching and looking for managers. You have uh, Animan and Rovers are looking for someone. Paul Noon and Paul Mort have departed. Um, Sean McDermott's are looking for someone. The um, Hull and Gales are looking for someone. David Taunton is doing quite a good job there. 
um, in tough circumstances with a relatively new club, he's gone sort of actively searching for someone as well. There could be more, and I'll just say before we begin, like there's still AGMs going on and will be going on while this podcast is out. So it's it's open to change, but as of the, as of now, as of the time of recording, <coughs> this is all like out in the open and more or less ratified. Uh, or what I've heard through the grapevine, as you do. But as you can tell, like, I think the, the, the two probably toughest jobs down there in junior, the Knicks and the Tones, I think they're staying on with their two managers, Brian Lynch with the Knicks and Martin Smith with the Tones, respectively. Um, tough jobs for them boys, but they, they're, they're making a go of it. Uh, Martin Smith is still there. He had a good win last year, um, and they, they ran a couple of teams close in the group stage as well, so they have a bit of talent there. And the Knicks have a bit of talent as well, and a couple of good players coming through as well. Yeah, I think I think I seen the under fourteen player of the year this year, um, Fionn Maher from the Knicks as well. So he's coming through as well. They always have good players out there. It's just a matter of getting the help and the support from Nelly, um, beyond the club to get in there and help them and give them every chance to kind of succeed. And um, the Mitchells had a good year last year. Hugh Diamond is more is more than likely going to stay over them. Former RD player, so he he's doing a good job with them. A lot of good young players there as well. Um, all around the RD area you have then the Westerns. Carl Hanlon is doing a fine job with the Westerns. They're not a bad side at all. Like it, it's it's I suppose it's easy enough to get the belief or get the players roped in when you have a big, uh, promising county player like Tommy Doran to rest your hat on. And his brother Anthony's there as well as another good player. So they were lucky this year in the championship. They, they, they were everyone's nearly dark horse, and they were probably darker than dark horse. And it just didn't happen for them. Um, but you never know, like, Cottles, that was his first year in charge, and I think you could see them making a scalp maybe next year. Um, you never know. They'll get the belief in a couple of uh, nice young players as well that could, they could build on as well. Then you look at Stabann and Parnells with Ollie McDonald, their junior manager this year. I presume he's staying on again. Um, did quite well with them last year as well. Like there's, there's a lot of potential around there, and you can see once you have a good manager in place, structures get get in order, and slowly but surely, like it comes out on on the senior team. They ran Tully Allen, the the, the junior winners last year, very close in the opening day and draw that couple of nice little forwards there, David Klusky, good, nice, pacey footballer. So, so to have forwards and have big men around the middle, always do, always will. So Ollie could stay on and do another another good year with them. Um, but then you're looking at the bigger teams. Uh, the Malachys are not sure have a team, uh, have a manager in place yet. But you're looking at the, the top, say, four or five teams. You have Glyde, <coughs> Landier, Roach, and the young Irelanders who got relegated in intermediate last year. Those are the four like four big teams you're looking at. And I think three out of four have retained the manager for next season. So they'll have a little bit of continuity and they'll be looking to have a good tilt at it next year. Obviously, straight away before the season begins, you're looking at the young Irelanders as favourites for the for the job. Having come down from intermediate very strong uh, very strong gap would you say from intermediate to junior although like Glyde Glue- 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 Kandale Ash didn't win 
I think the only game they lost all year was the final against um, Tully Allen. Um, so you're looking at you're still looking at the young Irelanders there to do a job. Kieran Maguire over them has I think his history. He won um, intermediate with them a couple of years ago, twenty ten I think it was twenty nine, uh, in around that time. So he'll have more than likely Derek Maguire's son home for the for, for next summer. Um, it's hard to see him going away for another summer. So you're looking at they probably have the best collection of players available in that grade. And Kieran has the has the history of there, and so you never know. They they have a couple of good chaps as well coming through. Uh, Jordan O'Donoghue, quite impressive young fella as well. So they'll be there thereabouts. They'll be you're looking at to they're the team to beat, you could say. But then you look at uh, Landier this year with John John under John O'Connor, Peter Nisi and Martin Farley helping out. Like they ran, they ran Tully Allen close in the semi final this year. <clears throat> close, like really close. They could have never, they should have won the first day when they went um, seven or eight points ahead in Drahada. In the second day, they were kind of unlucky in that they were, they were down about three of us starting forwards. The two Muffies, Allen and Bob, didn't play, I don't think. And they, they brought Carlos Lamb out of retirement. So. John O'Connor's a good job, good manager. He's been around the block as well. I think he managed the Piercy for a couple of years as well. So he like there is a chance in the junior grade of winning things. Especially if you're if you're still there and thereabouts, you'll um you'll find that you will get your chance if you're doing everything right. So you look at Light Rangers and you think Mark Gilston, like what he didn't do much, he didn't like did you could say he did fewer fewer things wrong than any manager, but uh, in that grade, but just just came up a cropper this year. Like they they they've unearthed a lot of good talent. They've an awful lot of good 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 players, a good score and power there as well. Like he made a <coughs> he made nice Sharky play up for up front. Um, very impressive chap. Brian Duffy played probably the best football of his career at adult level. Trevor Bryan always with there. Connor Sheridan as well. Even Devaney around the middle of the field. So they have the talent as well and. They'll probably feel if they didn't get up straight away, it was going to be tough on them. But they'll uh, they'll be right on there again. They'll 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 try and push on a little bit more for next year and learn from that learn from that losing feeling they got last year. Similar to the way Tully Allen learned from being uh, overwhelming favourites the year before when they were they were nabbed and caught by the Kevins. And then um, Road Gemmets, they're the only team, the top team out of that top four bunch that have changed the management. Um, Barry Cullen was there for a couple of years. He's gone and he's left. He, he probably felt unlucky, just didn't get enough out of them. They were betting semi-finals and just couldn't get there um, with the talent they have. He probably thought he could be getting the finals and what have you. But um, in has, caught, in has uh, come... Niall Callan, um, former Mark Rangers player, teammate from uh, with myself, um, known as Cali. Cali's like we probably didn't do it enough. We, uh, we when Cali spoke, we all listened. You know, he's he's that type of uh, knowledge of a lad, good wit. He's good. He'd be good around the lads. So he probably thinks I'll oh, go to Roach. Roach have a good chance of, of winning things. Trying to get out of Division Three would be big for them as well, playing that that higher level of football, and like like I said, they have an awful lot of talent there. 
They have a couple of lads knocking about the loud panel this past few years. Daniel, Daniel O'Connell and David uh, Quigley and Barry O'Hare as well as always. More or less top scorer in the junior ranks. So that's that's junior. That's junior um, managerial roundup. And we'll give another holy moly and we'll go into the intermediate. Holy moly! Managerial medical round of mayhem. Yeah, Capari, yeah! Holy moly! Managerial medical round of mayhem. Yeah, Capari, yeah! Managerial medical round of mayhem. Holy moly! By giving you um, uh, a holy moly every time, I suppose it makes it easier for you if you want to just hear your club and my thoughts on the manager in that club. It's easier just to go from holy moly to holy moly and, and picking it out. So now we have the uh, the intermediate grade um, IFC um, managerial merry-go-round. And looking at the list here I have in front of me, a lot of teams have, have remained with the same management, uh, management teams as last year. You have um, Damien Shields staying on with the Piercy. Did a hell of a job keeping them up. But when you look at it, they have, they have some serious talent there that they should never really be down there. And I'm talking like, you might think, oh, the Piercy, load of talent. What are you talking about? But they've load, always have loads of scoring power up front. The McCartney's, Moxie, you have uh, Boyle. So they're, they're talent there, a couple of young players as well. Um, is it Paul Shields, young fella, uh, on the wing, wing back? A couple of nice players. So, Damien's staying on with them. Um, I presume Paddy White is staying on with Nave Finbar. The Finbars. Done a good job with them as well. Got them to an intermediate semi final when a lot of teams would have tipped them not to get out of their group. So, they did very, very well there. But then, like, like, just like the Pearcey, they have a lot of scoring power as well. You have Jack Butterley, you have Bernard Osborne, and then you have William Woods taking out, taking it over. And um, who else? Then you have you have Air, Air Club, my, my club, Matic Rangers, and um, John Kennedy's remaining. So over slash at Downman. You have the Clans as well. Um, would have felt gutted, I'd say, having not performed in the intermediate final. But they've stuck by Mark McCann. Um, they have a selector there, uh, Niall O'Donnell, former Laird goalie, he's staying on as well. I think they have another chap with them, Carl O'Connor, he's in his coaching. He's only changing that back room. And I presume Val Andrews will be there, thereabouts as well. He helped them out this past two seasons. So he's obviously, they have a nice little team there. They, they did very, very well in Division 1 last year. They stay up and they stayed up quite comfortably in the end. Um, so they'll be looking at another monumental tilt to win the intermediate. And um, who else looks like this? Then, Kira um, Marks. I think he he did a good job with the Moxes as well, quarter finalists in the championship. He's more than likely going to stay on with them. And then it goes from one extreme to the other. You have a couple of teams looking for uh, managers. You have actually just one team looking for managers here from this list. And it's the uh, previously mentioned Niall Callan who, and Vincent Hockney who are over the Feckins. I think they're gone. Um, so they're in see seeking a manager. And then, then it just, it's just like uh, fantasy football stuff here. Then fantasy manager, if you will. You have um, Johnny McGee taking over uh, the Kevins. Probably the most interesting of all. 
Um, Johnny McGee's like inter-county manager last season with Wicklow. Um, massive, massive med uh, football knowledge and history and experience in the game with his uh, club career with Kilmacurl alone. Never mind him playing a couple of years with Dublin, centre-half-back, his brother as well, Darren. So there's massive bulk of football knowledge and IQ coming to the Kevins. That's like, that's a really good, um, it's a really good coup for them. Um, even before, even before they even kick a ball, it's like, they're serious about their, their uh, they're serious about their football now down there. And it gives, uh, it gives them a bit of a profile around the county as well. Much forgotten really until, say last season when they won the junior. So they're making strides. They're definitely making strides underage. They've an awful lot of good talent there. There's an under twenty one team entered all on their own. So they're definitely doing something right down there. Maybe the money that they were investing in their um, underage has has brought them a lot of fruition. Now maybe they're they're changing their focus slightly to looking at a manager that could, that's going to really drive them on and give them a bit of a uh, give them a bit of nous that the, the young young players uh, might need. It's definitely interesting, like um very interesting to see how that plays out as well. They will be playing in Division Three, but um <clears throat> I think I think everyone even in the in Dublin will be looking to see how Johnny's getting on with Basil Brett. Um and then much in the similar vein you have uh, Graham Garrity taking over the Glen Emmets. <clears throat> the much maligned Graham Garrity of Mead fame. Um but he's got into management that he I think he's, he has been over uh, Delique Bellistown this past couple of years as well. Done relatively okay with them, I think. I don't I don't know whether he has I don't think he's won he definitely hasn't won a championship with them. I think they were playing senior football, senior championship, but he, he's done well to consolidate them this past couple of seasons. And like it could be a bit of a bounce that Tully Allen might need. Like they they were quite solid in division two last year under Kevin Barry. Who's left after two and a half years? Got in the two junior finals, won one, lost one, um, so very interesting to see how that plays out as well. In in another way, in like <clears throat> there's no there's no real pressure on the on the Glen Emmets now. Having one junior last year, having just gone into bonus territory now, going into intermediate football. They're in Division Two, but they'll be. They'll like they'll feel they they'll they'll have a good they'll have as good a chance as cracking the intermediate championship as anyone with Graham Garrity you 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 probably have that belief you know, like it's nice to look to the line and see a multi All Ireland winning player and captain and all star player of the year like so they're gonna get kicked from that and then say I suppose in contrast to that you have the Plunkets who have um gone home, gone uh, like looked inwards into the club for a manager they've. Uh, I think they've got rid of John Neary. They've got rid of John Neary, former Loud players with them for one season last year. And they've replaced them with uh, Mickey Matthews. So the Matthews name is synonymous with the uh, Plunkus Club. A couple of sons still playing, Keenan, uh, Dara and Killian. So Mickey will be there with them and he'll know the club inside out. So like in terms of pressure as well, there'll still be pressure on Mickey. In your home club more than you you weigh in any other like if you went to an outside club the pressure mightn't be that mightn't be that intense but your with your home club you're right in your doorstep sun's playing so the pressure be there but the pressure makes you work that little bit harder too 
So they'll be looking to have a good, a better season next year. And then similar vein, you have the brides, uh, David Riley, um, the manager, quite successfully with the brides the past couple of seasons. Got them to an intermediate final, got them up. They did really well last year in Division 2 and Division 1 this year. They've been replaced by two former players, two midfield partners, and in the day as well, Paul Kirk and Pierce Murphy. I think Pierce is the main manager and Paul could be acting selector or, or joint manager. Um, but I think Pierce is the manager in charge. So that's a, that's an interesting slant they've taken. They've gone with two, two lads with a lot of experience around the county in that club. So they'll know how to get the best out of all those young players that's coming through in the Brides. Got, they were beaten in the 21 semi-final this year with the eventual winners, the Blues. So not a bad, not a bad, uh, not a bad way of thinking from the from the Brides. And then last but not least, um, competing in intermediate for the first time in a long time since the 60s is um, Cooley Kickhams. And they've gone back to uh, Adrian Sheelan as manager. Sheelan's been over them on various occasions, various roles within that club, chairman as well. Peter McDonald heavily mentioned in the last podcast with Adrian. He, he was there for the past few years and didn't get the best out of them. They went down last season. A lot of good young players coming through in Cooley. Usually is, but there's a lot of good chaps that... Um, like back, like the one day to me, not the intermediate, the one day on the 21, two seasons ago. A couple of good chaps on this, uh, that, that, that minor team that went to the Leinster final with uh, Loud, Fergus Malone, uh, Dean McGeekin, um, James O'Reilly. So a lot of good talent there. No harm to maybe blood them and play them in, in the intermediate without the pressure. And Well, I suppose they will have that pressure. They'll probably go in as favourites just like the Young Irelanders are favourites for the junior. Cooley will go down and they'll be expected to go back up straight away within the club and around the county. And Adrian Sheelan will, will feel that pressure as well. But no better man. Um, so that concluding, that's everyone. That's, I've gone through everyone there in intermediate. And another holy moly and we're going to the senior. And then I'll be giving me winners and losers as well. Holy moly! Managerial medical round of mayhem. Um, last but not least, the senior teams. Um, like this is, this is like talk about pressure again. The right man in charge and having the right like personality or right person sometimes it it just comes down to time and you look at uh smiley with the blues this year former player over the ladies teams past couple of years with the loud ladies comes in after a couple of outside managers with the blues and um, kieran quinn and uh carl o'hanlon and then uh, ronan comes in and just has the players there knows the club inside out knows that when they were going poorly in the league that to be all all right come championship time and it proved that he, he got the best out of lads he knew how to walk some players he changed some players around he knew the lay of the land so that's that, that just shows it, it sometimes it pays to go local or go home and uh, did a terrific job with them really and truly like um 
it's easy saying all the Blues have an awful lot of good players and have the best players there, but they had the best players there the past couple of seasons as well, and they didn't, didn't like do do the business and came in his first season in charge as well and did the business. So serious choose there and. The other Rattleys club, uh, Mickey Connell, I presume, is staying on as well. There's another solid year with the Rattleys. Um, mid-level Division 2 team, but stayed stayed comfortably in, in uh, the senior championship. You know, so he's doing something right there as well. They have a lot of good forwards. Ben Rogan, like, had a hat-trick against Kilcarely in the relegation playoff. Loads of talent there. Um, Rory Moore and his brother as well. Like they have the talent there, and and Mickey Connell's doing a good job. I presume he's going to stay on. Um, speaking of staying on, you have um, Nave Martin. I think are, are, are um, Christy Grimes and and manager Jim Farrell are staying on. They had a, they had a terrific year last year, um, despite the the sadness surrounding um, Benny Riley's pass and the the week or two before um. The, the championship semi-final with the Gales where they lost but they, they ended the year on a high and, and much much richly deserved uh, bit of silverware with division winning the Division 1 Carl O'Donnell League so they're building they have an awful lot of young players coming through as well with tons of talent so perfect like don't, no point in uh, breaking if it's not broken oh yeah whatever that phrase is Um. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I think that's the one. Um, so those those two um, are staying on, um, but then there is a bit of upheaval there. You have uh, Wayne Callan comes in for Ian McEnany, stepped down after a, a long, a long stint at the helm with the with the Geraldines. Won the intermediate, but just couldn't bring it into senior. Had a couple of good years in the league, but last season he was beat. They were beating in the Carlo Donald final. Wayne Callan was involved that year. He's a son, Sean is his name, playing good chap as well. Um, so Wayne will be over him this year. I think uh, I think he's an army man, so he, he's a he's a former player at Dumanis. Um, he'll bring he, they'll be fit and they'll bring it next year. They'll bring that intensity that he'll bring on the line into the team. And um, two teams that I don't think have a manager yet. I don't think Davy Nelson's gone back with the Pats. And Paddy Bates has gone for the O'Connells. That's a bit. That was a bit of a surprise, having done so well and won the intermediate with them, like from nowhere really. When you looked at the league and just snuck in quietly about the business, and then went on and, and won it in fine fashion, and then did well in Leinster as well. They could have beat Coraha in the quarter final of Leinster. They could have went either way. So those two chaps are gone. Um. Malachy O'Rourke, I think, is staying on with the Gales. I think there is chats and talks about um club trying to maybe push him out in in terms of the way they were playing. There was grumbles that they would like to be more attractive looking. Committee level, we're feeling it. They're having a chat, but like you can't. His record last year speaks for itself. Joined top of Division One in the league. And then impressively getting to the senior final. Didn't go for well for them on the day, but still got there first time in a long time. Um, so Malachy is more than likely stay on. Um, Martin Barry, I think, has taken over the Mary's. A couple of high-profile jobs here coming up. So 
you mar marry for Emma Barry his brother would would have been over Mead a couple of years ago. Martin has managed around around the county of Mead. He's over Manic Ranges since two thousand six. Um so he's going to the Marys. That's a big job to get. They'll feel they, they completely underperformed last season going out into group stages. And then beating Cooley in the relegation playoff semi final. Alan Craven leaves the Mahonies and um, your senior winning manager. And it's kind of it kind of goes forgotten how good of a job Alan Craven has done and did do with the Mahonies. Uh, he's a principal now, made principal in, in the school in Dundalk, secondary school in Dundalk. And he probably feels he doesn't have the time because I know he puts an awful lot into it. And when you look at the run the man he's had in Leinster last year, it just shows how good of a job he was doing. They beat they beat the Wicklow champions down in Wicklow. The Blues couldn't beat the Ratnew the Wicklow champions at home this year. And not only that, they went on to beat Moorfield, or sorry, Sarsfields in the uh, next round and they were bet by road. And <coughs> the Kildare champions this year in the Leinster Club final, uh, Moorfield. So it just shows uh, Paul McLaughlin is coming in, so it's going to be a tough uh, act to follow. Uh, he's a couple of sons, three sons involved with the Mahonies. So we know the lay of the land and he knows the club quite well. He's Cahill O'Rourke back in training with them, trainer as trainer. So the Mahonies will, will not go away and they'll, they'll feel they want to get a stamp back on their, uh, their senior crown. Um, Paul Lynchfield is, is a Kilcardy man and they're going home. And they they they've uh, they said goodbye to Gavin Comiskey, and former Crossford Len full forward, just didn't happen from last year. Uh, you think Cross impact will have an effect, but I think he was late getting in getting into the job and getting to work, and it just never took off from. Although they did well to uh, to stay in the championship uh, senior championship for next season. To relegate in Division One, and usually they, they get their work done early on in the league. They hit the ground running with a couple of league wins. They're all in the top four after the first four or five rounds. But Paul Lynchfield, local man, former player, he'll come in. No airs or graces. He'll do a job with them. He's with Killani last season in, in uh, Monaghan. And then it's a tale of two clubs here, the two remaining clubs. So the Joes are looking for a new manager because Wayne McKeever has left them after two years. And gone to the dreadnoughts. Terry McGuinness has come in with the Joes, and uh, he was with I think he was with he was with a couple of clubs around, um, Mead North like North Mead Dublin side of Mead, Scarys Harps being one in Dublin, and then Retote. He didn't win the intermediate with Retote. He came in after that that season. I think he's a Derry man, and he's from that super club up there, Slot Neil. So very interested to see how he gets on with the Joes. How the Joes get on, because Wayne McKeever did a terrific job with them. Like I think everything Wayne McKeever, Wayne McKeever touched recently, turned to gold. He was on the sideline, in fact, for the O'Connells when they when they beat the Clans. Um, knowing Wayne, he wouldn't take that credit, but he was still there on the line. He won the intermediate with them a couple of seasons before twenty twelve, and then won the intermediate out of nowhere with the Joes in twenty sixteen. We did an awful lot of injuries and and he just got the absolute maximum out of them this season. They're probably the team of the championship. Um, looking at it, no one expected them to get out of the group and then they went on to the to the semi final and probably give the Blues their toughest game in the championship 
funny for Kevin goal, Kevin Carr goal before half time. There's really nothing in it. So you like to think we win, McKeever. I just I, I go straight into one of my winners now because one of the winners looking at all these managerial appointments is the dreadnoughts. Like um, Wayne McKeever is a shrewd signing by the the dreadnoughts committee and chairman. Um, you'd like to think he'll, he'll get the maximum out of them and everyone around the county feels that they are underachieving. They won the Division 1 title two years ago under Colin Donnelly but they've, like, they've, they haven't really kicked kicked leather really in the championship um, since Colin Kelly left them and Paddy Clark left them as well. So you'd expect big things from Wayne McKeever next next season with the Dreadnoughts. Um, I suppose biggest losers would be the O'Connells and the Pats. Nobody in charge yet. Paddy Bates gone. Um, so they they'll they'll be catching up to do. It looks like they're the only two teams that in senior ranks that haven't got a manager yet. Um, another winner has to be Glide holding on to Mark Gilson, R D community school teacher. Did a terrific job with them last season, and he he'd be really chomping at the bit to get up junior. Uh, or, or get up the intermediate winning the junior next year. Mark McCann staying on with the clans, that's a win for the clans. Like he's 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 doing a good job there, like former player, he's got the respect from the players. Took over turbulent times there, I think. Barry O'Connor left. He came in mid season, steadied the ship, got them going, got them up to division one, stayed division one, come to be last year, intermediate final. So Despite not winning it, that's a good win for the for the clans. Um, so that concludes the managerial merry-go-round. Um, thanks very much for listening. If you disagree or agree with anything, let me know and we'll, we'll trash it out. And uh, if there is other appointments that um, have yet to be made or yet to be announced, but you know, let me know and I'll, I'll post them out. Um, thanks very much. Holy moly, here we go again. Holy moly! Managerial medical round of mayhem. Yeah, Kapari, yeah! Holy moly! Managerial medical round of mayhem. Yeah, Kapari, yeah! Managerial medical round of mayhem. Holy moly! Thanks for listening to uh, episode two of We Are Loud. Um, follow at we are loud on twitter we are loud on facebook we are loud on soundcloud for any updates and notifications on when the next episode and podcast is thanks very much once again for listening really appreciate it chat soon <laughs>